My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case, because we have almost every week so far. I'm Ali Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stetton. Web Crawlers also now has a Patreon. Every dollar will help us continue to create high-quality, well-researched shows with exciting guests for our listeners. Our patrons will... Re- Patrons will receive rewards, bonus episodes, videos, shoutouts, and merchandise discounts. We love doing the show so much and would love to accelerate it to the next level. To contribute, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. And we have some Patreon shoutouts. We got some new customers. We have Amber C., Mary Ellen B., Andy W., Aaron <laughs> with an E, Will J., Catherine with a K, Willie P., Daniel T. That and Jess far T. away from my mouth. No, I'm turning it. <laughs> Look, we we're have... having problems with my mic because my voice is too loud. Maria told me Irio sat me down and said, "You're too, <laughs> you're too nasally and Jewish, <laughs> and you not. need to have the mic way far away from your mouth." No, that's good. I mean, you can. I just wanted it pointed more toward you. So is this good now? I think so. But I, you know what? I, I'll tell you what. Last week. 
just this producer Maria. Hey guys, hi Maria. <laughs> Last week it was just um, a kind of uh, it was a thrilling week because um, <laughs> Melissa and I were both on the edge of our seats, wondering why it sounded <laughs> and Molly. like and Molly. Why? Well, Molly couldn't hear it. Molly, Molly was, was Molly, like, "It sounds great," and I'm like, "It sounds like you're in a phone." And Maria's like, "It sounds yeah. like you're talking through a phone." I actually haven't listened to the episode yet. Hi, this is Molly, editor Molly. Look, I you know in my defense, I have terrible hearing. Okay. I've had ear surgery twice. Well, it sounds like you're in like Barbados, like <laughs> like calling in from the pool and being like, "Yeah, I mean, let's it's do not it." That and like I had Martin listen. He's like, "Oh, I didn't really notice." He's like, "But compared to my voice, he's like, oh, it sounds, it sounds different. slightly different." If you're listening for it, you can hear it. So we just have to now find a way because because it looked like on the the computer that that me and you were at the same level but i was coming across clear and you were coming across like nasally like yeah like you were in outer space (laughs) and so we're just trying to figure this out okay well cool i don't feel really self-conscious now (laughs) and like i'm gonna monitor the sound of my voice the whole but then when you do get excited you know just lean back oh yeah that's another thing they said to me before they said it it turns red alley like i'm looking at it beeping and it's like turned down <laughs> there's a every time i laugh on the podcast or get excited the computer gives off a warning sign <laughs> that it's gonna self-destruct yeah great well anyway time for me to do my npr voice now for our weird thing of the week we don't have one this week but <laughs> Please send us in your paranormal te- paranormal stories. Shoot us an email at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com, and we will read it out loud on the podcast. I, I can't. Sorry. No, you don't have to do it like that. Great. That's a nice voice. Yeah, Thank that, you. That was nice. I wish I wish she co-hosted. Ooh, <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Oh, man. Um, okay, yeah. So we're going to do uh, paranormal stories. All of October is going to be go- Ghost-tober. 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 So if... <laughs> oh, that's clever and funny. Thank you. Oh, now they're trying to get me back on their side before I quit. Um, we will read all your ghost stories out loud on the podcast. You guys have sent some in so far, and they've been super amazing. They're really scary. They're all so good. Yeah, they're so amazing. You can record it uh, on what app can you download? Any, like, voice memo, voice recorder app. Yeah. Pretty much any. The thing. voice memo app we have found is the best quality usually um, but okay. but i don't but y- y- you do you have your pick you do you you do you um record a ghost story email it to us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or some of you have said you don't want to hear your voice on the podcast which frankly now i understand <laughs> yeah. so if you want to do <laughs> if you want to do that um if you don't want to get brutally roasted by <laughs> maria <laughs> i'm just trying to help you guys out then uh-huh. you can also email us your ghost story and we will read it uh on the podcast for you for ghosttober <laughs> It should be one to three minutes. One length. to three minutes, please. And now for our topic of today, something so crazy and so exciting. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I am obsessed with it, too. Jack Parsons and Devil's Gate Dam. Today, we are going to be investigating Devil's Gate Dam in Pasadena, an area of East Los Angeles. There have been many cases of missing children, satanic events, and rock formations that look like the devil. Could this be a portal to hell? 
Also, someone who is connected to the Devil's Gate Dam is Jack Parsons, the founder of JPL, NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab, and also an occultist who performed experiments near the Devil's Gate Dam. Did he use sex sex magic and make a deal with the devil to get us into space? Let's find out. Something sinister lurks just beneath the surface of the Arroyo Seco River Basin in Pasadena, California. Strange things happen in this area. People being mysteriously murdered. People's bodies being found. People disappearing. Many believe it's a portal to hell, blown open by a mad scientist with ties to the occult. Did Jack Parsons create a portal to another dimension? The FBI began to hear rumors of strange shenanigans going on in Jack's commune. The world changed in dramatic ways after he did what he did. So, at first our intention was to do an episode on Devil's Gate Dam in Pasadena, but the more we researched it, the more we got totally enthralled by Jack Parsons. So, let's start here, but then let's see where we go. So, in 1914, there was a flood in Pasadena, and the narrowest part of the Arroyo Seco River was made into a dam to control the flooding. The nickname's Devil's Gate came from a huge demonic rock formation next to the gate. It basically looks like a devil with horns. In the 1940s, a group of occultists became interested in the area and attempted rituals intended to open a portal to hell. That group included Jack Parsons and science fiction author-slash-cult leader L. Ron Hubbard. They initially were interested in this location because they would do their experiments with rockets there. Jack Parsons and his Suicide Squad, who we'll talk about a little later, were a group of scientists and rocket engineers who would do dangerous and explosive experiments in the open area there. Eventually, though, it became the site for occult rituals, which potentially summoned the demon whore of Babylon and opened a gate to hell. Normal stuff. Their goal was to bring forth a moon child, which they hoped would be an antichrist figure that would lead to a Thelemic revolution. If this is one of the seven portals to hell, where are the other ones located? I see Allie put the parking lot at Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's a really good one. I would say my first studio apartment when I moved to L.A. Oh, God, really? I, I lived in a living room. Stop it. <laughs> it was awful. Did other people live? Like, was it was, that was a one bedroom apartment. I lived in the living room. It was divided by a curtain. It was $300 a month. And someone lived in the bedroom? Yeah, it was this Korean guy who was a DJ. I think that's a plot of Vanderpump Rules. Is it really? I think that DJ Jamie or whatever, James, lived in someone's couch in the living room and like an older man lived in the bedroom. Oh, that's basically what was going on. It was I didn't live in L.A. I moved here and I was like, oh, three hundred dollars a month. Great. And it was like Hollywood and Coenga. Oh, my God. Woof. Melissa, that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's a portal to hell. Yeah. Maria, what's your version of hell? Right here, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're just well. kidding. Uh, the 4.05 at 5 p.m. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Anyway, so all of this led us to Jack Parsons, who is actually what we're going to mainly focus on today. Jack Parsons was also known as the rocket scientist of Satan. Born October 2nd, 1914 as Marvel Whitesaid Parsons, 
I didn't know that. Maria, look, I mean, Melissa, look that up. Yeah, it's on the Wikipedia page. Crazy. He was nicknamed Jack because his dad's name was also Marvel. He grew up in Pasadena on Orange Grove, which was nicknamed Millionaire's Mile because it was full of rich people. He was really smart, but didn't do well in school because he was obsessed with building rockets and going to the moon. In the 20s and 30s, everyone said going to space was impossible. Even scientists and mathematicians were like, there's no way that's ever going to happen, dude. (laughs) In high school, he would conduct experiments in his backyard and blow all sorts of shit up. He even got expelled for blowing up a school toilet. When he was 21, he married Helen Northup. Also, I saw a documentary where it said he summoned... He was into the occult ever since he was a child, apparently. Oh, yeah. And I watched a documentary where allegedly he summoned his first demon when he was a child. Yeah. And that was the first time he became interested in the occult. Jack would attend public lectures at universities, and he eventually met a guy named Frank Molina. They got a bunch of Caltech grad students together and were able to conduct experiments in their lab. But they needed more space, so that's when they moved to Devil's Gate area. Their first liquid fuel motor test at Devil's Gate took place on Halloween in 1936. Ooh. People called this group the Suicide Squad because of all the crazy experiments and explosions that almost killed them. They ended up inventing a jet-fueled rocket, and the government hired them to create the JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which became the basis for NASA. Jack also started getting into some really dark shit. He read famous occultist Aleister Crowley's book of short stories called Conks on Pax, which got him interested in attending occult meetings for the Ordo Templi Orientis, or OTO, where they practice Aleister's religion of Thelema. It was basically a bunch of people trying to summon a demon, as they do. So who is Aleister Crowley? He was an occultist and author known as the Beast 666. That is what his mom nicknamed him his as a mom child. called him that? <laughs> yeah, from the Book of Revelations. Due to his behavior as a child, his mom called him the B666, also known as the wickedest man in the world. Uh, born Edward Alexer- Alexander Crowley on October 12, 1875 in England. He believed that he summoned Satan as a child. He would kill, and this is horrible, killed cats as a kid. Because he wanted to prove that cats didn't have nine lives. What the fuck? So he would kill cats nine different ways, which is how his mother gave him the name B666. Well, sure. Yeah. And eventually this kind of animal torture became a basis of some of his occult rituals. He was an avid rock climber, which I thought was interesting considering later on the Devil's Gate Dam has a rock that looks like the devil. Oh, maybe it's the reincarnation of... Maybe he's reincarnated as this rock. I don't know. He was interested in Egyptian philosophy, which kind of became the basis for his satanic, weird sex cult religion. He never met Jack Parsons in person, but they were pen pals because that's how um, Jack Parsons was part of his religion, uh, Thelema, which he eventually invented. He was addicted to heroin and other drugs. He was bisexual. And also several of the women that Alexander Crowley dated ended up being in mental institutions. 
Because of their relationship with him? Yeah, because of their relationship with him. Oh my God, what did he do? I know. Bad guy. (laughs) He, however, though, gained popularity. He is on the cover of, you know, the Beatles, Sergeant Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club? With all those people. With all the people. He's on it. He's one of the people on it. And then also Crowley's model, uh, motto of Thelema, the religion that he ultimately created. Do what thou wilt. Yeah, do what thou will is his motto. And that is inscribed on the inside of Led Zeppelin's third album. Oh. Yeah. Are they Thelemites? They might be Thelemites. 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 I don't know. So, I mean, he didn't. I always thought that he created Satanism. He did not. No. he Yeah. So he created Thelema, which I think is like Satanism adjacent. Yeah. It's like similar. Similar. And then from Wikipedia, some biographers allege that he was recruited into the British intelligence agency, uh, intelligence agency, and that he was potentially a spy his entire life. Oh, that makes sense. Which would potentially come across later so anyways he's a i think maybe we could do a mini episode on because he's an interesting he's interesting guy okay so what's thelema it's a religion with the sole rule of do what thou wilt it loosely translates in english as to will wish want or purpose it's based on a spiritual experience alistair crawley and his wife rose had in egypt in 1904 he said a non-human entity which he called A-I-W-A-S-S, Iowas, Iowas, contacted him and his wife Rose and dictated the text, The Book of Law, to him, which basically became the basis for Thelema. In depictions, this non-human entity looks a lot like how we perceive aliens to appear. Did he have contact with interdimensional beings or aliens? Was he maybe abducted? Well, like he said that this creature came to him and explained the laws of the universe to him, and then he did a sketch of it, and it looks just like what we... Think the large grays or whatever. So his wife, Rose Crowley, while visiting the Egyptian Museum, she was drawn to case 666 in the museum, pointed to it and said, this is the entity we saw. And it was a figure of the Egyptian god Horus, god of the sky, which is interesting. (laughs) Allie wrote in this Google Doc, sky, flight, rockets, Jack Parsons, NASA, question mark, question mark. It's well, a good, because, no, it makes sense. It's a good tra- trade of thought. Because they, I guess, so they were on their honeymoon, I guess, in Egypt. Oh. And Crowley was trying to impress his wife, Rose, with different magic spells. Oh. And so he did this weird magic incantation. And allegedly, Rose started acting weird and saying, um, I know the spirit that we need to follow And then they went to the Egyptian museum and Crowley was like, show me the spirit. And then she immediately was drawn to case 666. And that's where the Egyptian god Horus was. And if that's the god of the sky, I just think that's weird because sky, flight, rockets. Sure. And then Jack Parson is friends with Alistair Crowley. Jack Parson is doing NASA NASA stuff, flights, rockets. They're into a cult summoning demons and spirits and all that kind of weird stuff. And then she's attracted to the god of the sky. I don't know. Yeah, it was Jack Parsons was naturally drawn towards Aleister Crowley. Yeah, because he's doing weird stuff with the god of the sky. Yep. Yep. It just it seems like a natural progression to me. People who believe in Thelema, Thelemites, practice sex magic, 
which was the belief that they could use the intense feeling you get while having sex to perform a magic spell. And I know a sex magic witch who we will interview for our Patreon subscribers. Sex magic witch. Yeah. So uh, does that mean it's orgasms, right? Or is it just while you're having sex, you can conjure up like a magic spell? That's basically what that means. We'll have to ask her because I know... Because I watched another thing this morning where it said you don't orgasm. Oh. And that that kind of pent up energy you use to conjure something up. But then other stuff, I thought that like when you do orgasm, that's when this spell comes to fruition. Right. So I don't exactly know. We'll have to try it out. Yep. <laughs> we can um, get Barty the dinosaurs oh, tantric, no, the tantric sex, guy sex guy to do sex magic with us. Oh, no. I wonder if you could hire him to do sex magic. I mean, yes. Is This is producer Maria. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Is sex magic considered an occult? type of activity i believe so yes what else would it be well i'm just interested because there is that justin timberlake song oh sex magic love sex magic well oh it's justin timberlake into the the illuminati i don't know i'm putting out i'm i threw it at you guys and now you were waiting for us to get there ourselves i'm gonna fly away now (laughs) well that's something to think about that's crazy well, that's also something that I'm alleging is that everyone's in the Illuminati and they all are. S- sold their souls to the devil for wealth and power. Well, yeah. it was actually a Sierra song that he was featured on. So I would put Sierra's. But also, are, where, are there commas in the title? There's no commas. Holy shit. This is a lawless, grammatically incorrect land. I'm reading right now about sex magic. What's that Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Californication? No, isn't it <laughs> under the bridge? Sex, black sugar, sex magic. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers album. I wonder how many songs involve sex magic. And it was spelled magic was spelled with a K. Yeah, which that's is how, how they spell it. spell it. Yeah, maybe there's some hidden messages if we play the album backwards. I wonder if they have the Thelema. Well, under the bridge is on that album. Maybe the, he's talking about Devil's Gate. Maybe he's talking about Devil's, Devil's Gate. Gate. Damn. Damn bridge. <laughs> Is there a bridge over there? Wait, what were we just going to look at? How many famous songs about sex magic or that reference sex magic? I, I just looked up Red Hot Chili Peppers Occult and there's tons of web pages thinking, what? saying, are Red Hot Chili Peppers Satan worshippers? Yes, they probably are. Oh my God. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. Wow. Add this Katy Perry's E.T. and Lady Gaga's Venus. All reference having sex with aliens, angels, gods, and goddesses. <laughs> Lady Gaga's Venus, sexual black magic. I'm on truefreethinker.com. So <laughs> <laughs> is that your own blog? Yeah, this is my GeoCities website that I'm going to revamp. Former Beyonce bandmate accuses singer of dark sex magic. <gasps> Click on that. What is it? <laughs> It's on mysteriousuniverse.org. Sounds correct to me. Uh, one of her former bandmate, bandmates has accused the superstar of engaging in extreme witchcraft and has now filed for a civil harassment restraining order. <laughs> Kimberly- Imagine getting a restraining order on Beyonce. Like, girl, Beyonce what? is not trying to get after you. Her name is Kimberly Thompson. She was Beyonce's drummer for seven years says the singer used dark magic to surveil the musician and control her finances. What? I love that for her. Or is she making her, like, buy clothes? (laughs) I love that level of delusion where, like, 
Beyonce, Beyonce force stealing me. money from me. Like, <laughs> well, how else did she get her millions? That's true. Beyonce stealing my minimum wage paycheck from me. She said she was also spying on her phones and electronic communications. Oh says Beyonce murdered her kitten. What? <laughs> Who is this woman? Uh, oh my god! How British sex cult leader followed by Kanye and Peaches made fans drink semen and cat's blood and wanted them to die during orgasm. Satanist Alistair Crowley scandalized society with his teachings on depraved sex drug and his dark rituals that killed followers. The infamous Satanist has been dead for 70 years, but his evil legacy lives on in his thousands of followers who have included major celebrities like Peaches Geldof and Kanye West. Rapper Jay-Z was also spotted a few few years ago wearing a t-shirt featuring Crowley's motto, Do What Thou Will. What? And Kanye West has worn jewelry of the Egyptian god Horus and pyramids. Okay. Controversial rocker Marilyn Manson, who has also faced accusations of black magic throughout his career, has even referred to Crowley as one of his favorite authors. Oh my god, Jay-Z is wearing a sweatshirt that says, Do What Thou Wilt. Guys. What is happening? Do you guys think that, you know how like in the 70s like Ozzy Osbourne and and you know like when you were a rock and roll star it was like it was part of your your persona Persona. to be a devil worshiper do you think that they're taking from that just for show or do you think that there's some truth to this that gets covered up because it's like oh no they're just performers well at first my first inclination would be like oh it's like hot topic made a shirt and now we're all wearing it because it's a trend But later, we'll get to how Epstein and Ghislaine are somehow connected to this. Yep. And that makes me think that this is actually a weird Illuminati, satanic cult thing. That's crazy that Jay-Z's wearing that. Okay, let's let's get back to Jack. Okay, sorry, we'll get back on track. Okay. Okay, so Jack Parsons. So when he got hired for NASA, he was making a lot of money and he bought a mansion in Pasadena at 1003 South Orange Grove for $9,500. That's so nuts. (laughs) That's so crazy, which he called the Parsonage. He converted it to a group house, and the residents included other pagans, artists, scientists, photographers, and writers. Jack had a ton of OTO sex magic orgies at this house. He started hooking up with his wife's Helen's sister, Sarah, who was super into the occult stuff. Helen was not into it, and she noped the fuck out of there. But then Helen ended up hooking up with a former OTO leader, Wilfred Smith, and then they all moved back into the parsonage. It was a big, happy occultist family. Everyone paid $100 a month, and they slaughtered their own livestock for food and blood rituals. So bizarre. This is the guy who, like, created NASA. The FBI had received intel of a black magic cult involved in sex orgies occurring at the parsonage. One complaint was a 16-year-old boy who said that he was raped by lodge members. Neighbors reported a ritual involving a naked pregnant woman jumping through fire. Parsons explained that his house was simply an organization dedicated to religious and philosophical speculation. The FBI concluded that there was no illegal activity and the parsonage was not a threat to national security. There's some weird shit going on. Okay, so in one day, a guy by the name of L. Ron Hubbard showed up to Jack's house. And Jack was super excited because he's really into his sci-fi books about going to space and the moon. 
And he invited Elrond to join this occult group, OTO, and then they became bros. And then Jack and Elrond and other pals then would just try to summon the demon Babylon. What exactly was this thing they tried to summon? It's called the Demon Babylon from the Book of Revelation. Since Babylon was a sensual entity, raising her required Parsons to masturbate repeatedly, releasing his seed into magical tablets, while Hubbard chanted rituals and took notes looking for signs and visions. Often Parsons' own notes of these rituals make mention of invoking with a wand. So basically, Jack Parsons was just jerking off while Hubbard was like... Watching. Watching. And taking notes. (laughs) So gross. I got a summary. I was going to read the whole Bible verse for the Whore of Babylon in the Book of Revelations, but instead I just got a few notes from it. This is from the Lelang Institute. One is, she is also said to be sitting on many waters, i.e. people, nations, and languages. She wears purple and scarlet clothes and is adorned with gold, jewels, and pearls. So one, she's affiliated with a lot of people, nations, languages. She is well-dressed and like wealthy she holds a gold cup of her abominations and impurities she is a great city that has dominion over the kings of the earth so she's affiliated with important people and high profile people she has written on her forehead babylon the great mother of prostitutes and of earth's abominations so mother of prostitutes mm-hmm. merchants of the world have grown rich sh- selling things to her And she traffics in human slavery. So this is what they're trying to summon. So that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, this is the woman they're trying to summon. So I'm like, what could this all mean? Why are they trying to resurrect this demon or this particular person? This will come later. I'll say this later. Okay, I'm not. I was going to say it early, but I'll say it later. Who I think the whore of Babylon is? Yeah, I think a mother of prostitutes, mother of human trafficking, and human trafficking. Oh. Yeah, Maria. Yeah, Maria. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so Elron Hubbard started hooking up with Sarah, who was Jack's girlfriend, but then a redheaded woman named Marjorie Cameron showed up. Jack and Elron were convinced that she was this Babylon woman. So Jack thought she was the Scarlet Woman who would give birth to the Moon Child, who would become the Thelemic Messiah. She and Marjorie and Jack were tr- so attracted to each other that they would have sex for two weeks straight. And then they would also have sex while Elrond chanted. Cameron became pregnant, but she got an abortion. So there's no Thelemic Messiah. So then eventually Jack co-founded a company with Elrond and Sarah called Allied Enterprises. Uh, Elrond talked Jack into investing his life savings of $20,000 Elrond said he and Sarah would travel to Miami to purchase three yachts, which they would then sail through the Panama Canal to the West Coast, where they could sell them for a profit. But Elrond had secretly requested permission from the U.S. Navy to sail to China in South and Central America, because his real plan was to go on a world cruise with Sarah. When Elrond and Sarah left with the money, Jack got suspicious and called Elrond, but he convinced him everything would be fine. But then Alistair Crowley wrote a telegram calling Jack a weak fool for uh, falling victim to Elrond's scheme, which made Jack change his mind. He flew to Miami to track them down and literally saw them leaving the port, but the yacht hit a squall and were forced to return to port. Jack 
took them to court to dissolve their business and was going to sue for his money back. But Sarah was like, I wouldn't do that because I can report you for statutory rape because I was 17 when we hooked up. So the Sunday Times published an article about Elrond's involvement with Jack and his occult activities. In response, the Church of Scientology released a statement which said that Hubbard had been sent as an undercover agent by the U.S. Navy to intercept and destroy Jack Parsons' black magic cult and save Sarah from its influence. Uh, Elrond was extremely abusive and threatened Sarah that he'd kill himself if she didn't marry him. But then a few years later, Elrond wrote Jack a letter offering Sarah back to him. That's crazy. Jack Parsons was also accused of being a spy. In 1950, Jack was working at the Hughes Aircraft Company designing a chemical plant and was offered a job with the Israeli rocket program. So he asked the secretary to type up a portfolio of technical documents to take with him. The secretary snitched to the FBI because she thought he was stealing classified documents. The government accused him of spying for the Israeli government. He was never charged with espionage, but this was enough to blacklist him from ever becoming an aerospace scientist again. Marjorie left him, and he ended up working as a car mechanic and gas station attendant. He was always an alcoholic, but also started using cocaine, amphetamines, peyote, mescaline, and opiates. He got his friend's wife pregnant, and basically everyone was over his bullshit at this point. So, in 1952, he reconciled with Marjorie. They traveled to Mexico for a few months, both for a vacation and for Jack to establish an explosives factory for the Mexican government. He was hoping that this would lead to a move to Israel where they could start a family and where Jack could bypass the U.S. government to start working in rocketry again. But on June 17, 1952, a day before their Mexico trip, Jack was hired to create explosives for a film set. He started to work on it in his home lab, but then an explosion occurred. Half of his face was blown off, his right forearm was amputated, and his legs were broken. He was still conscious when the ambulance arrived, but 37 minutes later, he was pronounced dead. He had apparently been mixing fulminate of mercury in a coffee can when he dropped it on the floor, causing the initial explosion, which worsened when it came into contact with other chemicals in the room. When his mother, Ruth, found out, she immediately OD'd on barbiturates, and Marjorie learned... You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Never her husband's death from reporters at the scene when she returned home from grocery shopping. He was only 37. His death remains shrouded in mystery. Uh, Was he killed accidentally in his lab when he dropped the tin can that he was doing experiments uh, with? Did he commit suicide or was he murdered? There are cases that can be made for each theory. Or was he making heroin in his lab and then it exploded? Because changing morphine into heroin can be very flammable and it involves the same components as rocket fuel, which obviously oh, he, does it. yeah, obviously, which he was had huh. on tap. Or was he killed by that cop he testified against? Jack was an expert explosive witness in the trial of Captain Earl Kennett, the head of police intelligence in Los Angeles, who was accused of conspiring to set a car bomb in the attempted murder of private investigator Harry Raymond. Kinnett was convicted largely on Parsons' testimony, which included his forensic reconstruction of the car bomb and its explosion. So maybe there's a theory that the uh, Captain Earl Kinnett came back and yeah. set an explosion. That's possible. And killed But Parsons. also he was a genius chemist and he died by making like a careless mistake? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Seems weird. Yeah. Or was he killed by the government because they thought he was selling rocket plans to the Israelis? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. Or did he commit suicide because yeah. he had some sort of deal with the devil and he thought he would just, like, go to hell? That's possible. Or maybe he faked his own death and he's still alive somewhere. Oh, well, his face was blown off. He'd have to get, like, a body double. Yeah, but could they? could they, could they really, if your face is blown off, could they tell who you really are? That's true. Maybe it was someone else. A neighbor. Yeah, it could have been anyone. Could be anyone. He could be alive still. Yeah. Notable quotes about Jack. Without Parsons, there would be no man on the moon. There would be no space shuttle. The world changed in dramatic ways after he did what he did. That's true. George Pendell. Yeah, he. we wouldn't be in space. You know, there's also a crater named after him on the moon. That's crazy. But it's on the dark side of the moon. Really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Wait, isn't, isn't, what, isn't there a thing called dark side of the moon? Yeah. There's a dark side of the moon. No, isn't there a... A, <laughs> a Pink Floyd album? Yeah. 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 I wonder if, I wonder oh. if Pink Floyd is... In, is in the occult? Yeah. Who is it? Roger... Um, Pink Floyd occult. Roger Waters. <laughs> is Pink Floyd's music occult free or not? Pink Floyd is demonic. This is from JesusIsSavior.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Do you want to hear a really long-winded 
stretch. Do you want to hear someone really stretching to say that the Pink Floyd is part of the Illuminati? Let's hear it. Okay, this is by a gentleman named Lou Lint on the website or the forum Quora. So Pink Floyd's name was initially the T-set. We can see that it's a perfect anagram for <laughs> a, a stet, like aesthetic, which means a person who is appreciative of and sensitive to art and beauty. Quite a n- nice hidden meaning for a band, don't you think? If we were to also work out the word value of the T-set, we will see that it is 102. If we times that by seven, oh, God. we get 714. When numbers get involved, <laughs> I'm, I, you lose me. Yeah. <laughs> then if we add that to seven times 749, we get 763. Then add seven plus seven. What do we get? 777. That's right. The most heavenly number possible. Stay with me here. We'll get to the satanic devil oh. worshiping stuff soon. The spiritual meaning of 777 is release your fears, let go of control, find your inner strength. This was not something the Illuminati wanted to be promoting. You can't just be having popular bands running around with names like this and getting away with it. I would imagine (laughs) the Illuminati board meeting went something like this because they have board meetings. Lizard number one. We have a new band that we would like to start promoting Satanism through, but their name has too many heavenly properties. Lizard number two. Well, what are you waiting for? Change the name to something evil so so they changed the name to pink floyd why well what is the color of satan red what color are t-sets white put these two two colors together pink what about the word floyd well in the 1950s there was a song released by jesse floyd called satan's wife oh i'm convinced now so (laughs) are you guys woke enough yet Pink Floyd. <laughs> While my eyes have been open. Satanic band. I honestly don't even remember how I just got there. <laughs> <laughs> through like a Yahoo Answers yeah. link. But, but why were we even talking about why Pink Floyd? I don't know. I, I don't no remember. <laughs> okay, anyways. Yeah, so the world changed after Jack Parsons. Okay, so back to... <laughs> Back to Ghislaine, because why Why were we talking about her in the first place? Ghislaine is Ghislaine, who I found out her name is pronounced Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine? Yeah, it's Ghislaine. Not Ghislaine. It's not Ghislaine. <laughs> okay. This Ghislaine. is also connected to Ghislaine, and it all goes back to Epstein also. Ghislaine Maxwell's, I, I can't say Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell's older sister, Christine, is married to Roger Molina. Roger Molina's dad is Frank Molina. Frank Molina started the Aerojet Corporation, which sent the first sounding rocket to reach space. And of course, Frank Molina was tight with Jack Parsons. He was part of the Suicide Squad. He was part of the Suicide Squad. And Frank Molina occasionally frequent Parsons' occult group, the Ordo Templi Orientis. Mm -hmm. So essentially... Ghislaine Maxwell's older sister, Christine's father-in-law, is friends with Jack Parsons. Yeah. Right. Okay, so then Christine also helped create, in the 1990s, the search engine, which is used by the FBI for their own internal database. Also. Crazy. Christine has a twin. Christine has a twin. A twin. And the twin is fucked up. She is? Yes, I just found this. Okay, so Christine's twins, Isabel's husband, according... Okay, so Christine's twin is named Isabel. Isabel. So Ghislaine has a sister named Isabel also. And according to this article in The Cut, 
Isabel's first married the son of Carl Girassi, a scientist who invented the birth control pill. Whoa. Weird. So, I mean, if all these guys are just having weird, uh, weird. fucking sex cult stuff, probably the birth control pill would be advantageous so people don't get pregnant. True. Her third husband, Al Seckel, was a con man, an optical illusionist who befriended scientists and academics despite not having a degree in those fields himself sound familiar that sounds very familiar like jack parsons yep who did not have a degree was not did not finish school and was still pursuing all these interests he co-founded a group called the southern california skeptics that investigated science's relationship to the paranormal whoa so g lane's family had this whole relationship between the paranormal and science right. also just like Jack Parsons, oh, just weird. like Alistair Crowley, just like the devil. Okay, <laughs> that's from the cut. And then also in an article for the Daily Beast, this is banana town. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> G Lane for G Lane, presumably, outer space is not an option. This is quoted. But in point of fact, she does know how to operate a lot of exotic machinery. That what? In addition to speaking four languages, which, if you recall, the Whore of Babylon was (gasps) well-versed in several languages. What? And holding a degree from Oxford, she's trained as a private helicopter pilot, a submersive pilot, which means a submersible pilot, which means she homegirl can, can drive a submarine, s- drive a submarine or one of those those duck boats. Du- yeah, <laughs> she can do a duck boat or the swan boats at Echo Parkley. <laughs> and she's qualified to operate undersea robots. What's an undersea robot? Is that the thing that looks I feel like the like Titanic? Or yeah, something? I feel like it's like the Mars rover, but underground. How does she know how to operate? I don't and know. Why? And why? Why do you need to know how to operate undersea robots? Yes, why? Hiding bodies. Yes. Much was made of the latter qualifications when she was fundraising for her now defunct Terra Mar Oceanic Environmental Project, which shuttered after Epstein's arrest last month. Okay, so she speaks all these languages. She knows how to, like, pilot all these different things. She can command robots. Also, recently, they... Went into G Lane's house and oh, she has a little satanic masks. She collects satanic masks. But I was going back to the the demon Babylon. Yeah, the number three thing you said on her. She's also said to be sitting on many waters. <gasps> what? Oh fuck! Crazy. And also in G Lane's house, they found all these satanic masks, and they found this weird triangle shaped mark oh. on the masks. Because someone on Reddit like looked up the mark and it's also like some weird pedophilia mark. Oh, that mark. I know what you're talking about. Not that I know what that is. Yeah, I've seen it. I have that tattooed on me. (laughs) My tattoo? No, it's like some weird um, pedophilia symbol. And obviously, in terms of the Whore of Babylon, she's human trafficking. That is odd. Yeah. So it's just strange to me that they tried. Her family is involved with Jack Parsons' people. Yeah. There's a connection there. And if Jack Parsons obviously has this connection with Alistair Crowley, so they are linked, if you like, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon them. And they were trying to summon the whore of Babylon. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Seven sounded right. Seven did sound good. 
<laughs> it's a heavenly number. Seven, yeah, I think I was just stuck on that heaven. I'm trying to guard have you us ever from six, did we Diablo. Just, have you ever six degrees Kevin Baconed yourself? No, is there a website you can do yeah. that? What is it? Six degrees Kevin Bacon. You can type in your name. Try Gislaine. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, God. The what is it? The Oracle it's called of Bacon. The Oracle of Bacon. Gislaine Maxwell. Oh, God. I'm putting in Jeffrey Epstein. The Oracle cannot find Gislaine <gasps> Maxwell. Neither can it. No Jeffrey Epstein. What about... Oh, my God. I'm only... I have a... I'm two degrees. What? What? Yeah. Maria Basucci was in Mascots, the movie, with Bob Balaban, who was in End of the Line with Kevin Bacon. Wow. Wait, am I? I'm am not I? in it. You have to be famous to be I, My bacon number's three. Oh. Why aren't I on this? <laughs> I was in The Pistol Shrimps uh-huh. with Aubrey Plaza, who was in A gl- Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan with Bill Murray, who was in Wild Things with Kevin Bacon. I'm not important enough to be on the Oracle of Bacon.org. Wow. To your brother. Smart. Okay, Two. Let's see. Jason Segel was in Knocked Up with Steve Carell, who was in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. Shit. Wow. There so we basically, go. so you're a three. Yeah, cause I'm a three. Yeah. Because I, I've been to Thanksgiving with Jason Segel, who was in. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Segel went to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Check Alistair Crowley. Uh, how do you say so you'd be like Alistair Crowley was in 40 year old virgin (laughs) (laughs) was in tremors with but anyways could G Lane Jizz Lane be the moon child could she be the moon child yeah because she's because maybe would it she or Epstein be the moon child maybe Jelaine was the demon of Babylon which she is yeah and Epstein was like Jack Parsons like trying to like create a moon child. So maybe um, Epstein yes. and Jelaine have created a moon child. Yeah, like maybe they were filtering all these women to try to Oh, try to create a, the perfect moon child. Or okay, wait, maybe maybe they they were in their own uh, okay. Uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly now, they were in their own thelemic Yes. Satanic cult. Yes. That's what Pedophile Island was. They I were bet just you. trying to do black sex magic. They were doing black sex magic. To cast magic spells. To cast magic spells to and that's why they had all those like scientific stuff. To, oh, yeah, the dentist chair. The dentist chair. Well, I don't okay, we we got off a little bit. We were on something <laughs> and then we got off a little bit. But let me tell you you're talking about if they were trying to have a moon child of their own? Yes. I'm just going to read you the headline oh of this New York Times article. Oh, no. Oh, God. Jeffrey Epstein hoped to seed human race with <gasps> his DNA. That's right. He did do that. Oh, my That's God. That's why he's friends with so many scientists. Yes. Yes. Oh, he nice. confided <laughs> to scientists and others about his scheme, according to four people familiar with his thinking, although there's no evidence that ever came to fruition. But it said he he was like obsessed with it. And that Rowan um, Farrow article that just came out in the New Yorker, the MIT thing, thing, he gave tons of money. It's like this expose about how much money they took from Epstein. He was giving money to all the scientists and researchers because he was trying to spread his seed. There is a weird correlation between like NASA scientists, exploration and the occult. 
Did Elon Musk ever? Yes. Yes. What? There's allegedly. Pic- allegedly. But there are pictures of him in Gislaine. Yeah, there's pictures of him oh, in Gislaine. Oh, what? Yes. It, Google Elon Musk. What's now, this, let me Kevin just Bacon? put this out there. Now, do you guys, have you, do you guys know about the website Reddit? No, I've never, never heard of it. Heard what of is it? it? All right. It's this website. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who the creator of Reddit was? Oh, isn't he married to... Serena Williams? No, no. Oh, no, that's... So this guy, Aaron Swartz, is the guy who created Reddit, right? Okay. He had all... Allegedly, he had, like, tons and... He was an MIT student, and he had basically the government i i watched this documentary on him but i don't you you guys would have to do more more research research into it but basically he was able to like hack into the mit's files or whatever and he had a ton of shit on mit that the government got word of and then they started that they were basically going to make an example out of him and so we started to go they started to like they brought him to court and they were going to like basically ruin his life and he killed himself quote unquote (gasps) What? Yeah, that was uh, 2013 that that happened. And people are like, that's so weird that he killed himself. But then the narrative is, it's like, well, he saw his life was ending because of how much pressure they were putting on it. And for everyone on the outside, it was like, wait a minute, this is just some hacker who like has files. Like, what could those files be? And now it's coming out that Jeffrey Epstein gave millions and millions of oh dollars to MIT. Shit. He probably had those files. Yeah. oh my god oh yeah aaron swartz here's an article on the observer elon musk is the latest powerful person haunted by epstein's death Uh oh (laughs) haunted oh another reddit founders alexis ohana hanian who's married to okay so he's one of the venus sisters yeah one of the williams sisters venus is a planet that's (gasps) what i was about to god (laughs) oh whatever we do no one's allowed to become a flat earther and aaron (laughs) swartz hanged himself that's how he was found just like jeffrey epstein Epstein. (gasps) and then parsons allegedly killed himself or died mysteriously was he in jail or was he just like going to court where did he He was going to court he wasn't in he wasn't wasn't arrested or anything yet but that's de- I mean these files that he had could definitely be something that was 2013 those were the Epstein files yeah holy shit I had no idea that he died or that he existed <laughs> there's a documentary on him um I gotta watch I that watch it. it's really interesting because you do think like why would this guy and why would they pursue him so vigorously yeah, yeah. and it's not it's MIT it's not yeah like government and it's just it, it or was, is it or is it right yeah i truly think that there's some weird now more than ever i think that there's weird occult shit going on well if you look at his island his buildings and stuff i mean yeah. all of that is just like well what is this like the, all the imagery and everything and then you see the imagery on in gislaine's house and everything you do have to wonder like what's going on like any normal person wouldn't have a temple built like that well, the temple that's where they were doing the sacrifices <laughs> and the occult the weird sex where they would jerk off on tablets okay okay okay. oh okay, that okay. sounds cool look yeah. at google image oh no oh no little this is a trick this little st james island which is jeffrey epstein's yeah. island there are tons of weird symbols everywhere around this weird temple that he built one might think that it's just aesthetic but 
take a look. No, no one, no one, like, name someone you know, and then have them buy an island. And then once they buy their island in their your mind, think of them, like, building something on it. Would anyone in their right mind build this? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. That I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> there are all these red, weird, geometric yeah. figures and signals. That's, I mean, that's got to be thelemic or satanic satanic or egyptian or something in origin i think that's based on some middle eastern (gasps) temple oh my god oh Oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i cannot okay (laughs) if you look at the letters i mean this this has this has to be doctored (laughs) <laughs> it says it says pedo p-e-d-o no no it does not what i mean <laughs> that can't that Hold cannot on. be real right Hold no that on. is what it looks that like it's real yeah from the there's another but side I doubt he would have made that for <laughs> airplanes to see <laughs> wait there's more there's like two lines of symbols yeah and then just have these tiles no, just... some, okay someone someone did that someone did an extra line that's not there the p the line on the p yeah the line on the p that's not there <laughs> That's fake. Or is it? False alarm, folks. I fell what for a do meme. What those symbols mean? Are they just random? No, they're definitely they not random. random. They're definitely well, then there's, there's also those benches that are in the circle with that, like, sundial in the middle. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, I honestly think, I used to think this was insane, but I honestly think that there's some sort of weird occult thing happening. It's just too weird. What do those symbols mean in front of that temple? Somebody has to know. That's crazy. They're like... They're so big. They have to mean something. Like, I don't want to get loco brains. You know what I mean? This is what they want you to do, Allie. They want you to question yourself. <laughs> they want you to They want you to say that you're a conspiracy theorist. Like, so I'm people afraid won't I'm going, you. Yeah, like, I'm afraid I'm going too deep. Well, you should be afraid because they're listening and they don't like what they hear. And they'll get you. You guys need to get a symbologist on. Yeah, we got to figure out what these symbols Is that are. a thing? A symbologist? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh, wait, someone figured it out. Significance of the tetragrammaton four symbols of YHWH. So those four symbols desire to be exist. The second symbol means that which joins penis. What? (laughs) (laughs) The third symbol, God, power, activity, seed, semen, penis. Wait, well, who's, but where is this information coming from? This webs, this diagram. And those are Hebrew letters? It looks like Hebrew letters. Alistair Crowley took a lot from the Kabbalah, apparently. Which Madonna was into. Oh, (gasps) yeah, she was. And a lot of celebs. Ashton Kutcher. They were, there was like three years. Demi Moore. Where they were like, just rocking those red bracelets. And then something happened where it was like, no, no, no. Wait, these (gasps) letters mean Machiavelli Illuminati? The Tetragrammaton. That's what they translate to, apparently. Where are you? I'm on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! This is what what has oh, this is what no. they want. Yeah, it is. We got too deep. It broke our brain. <laughs> to summarize, I think that Ghislaine is the whore of Babylon. 
I do too. And that Epstein was trying to spread his seed to create some sort of moon child. Yep. And that I think that there's some weird Illuminati occult shit that has been happening and circulating through the ages and that there's a weird correlation between space, science, and the occult. And oh, I think that they're probably because Jack Parsons main thing was that he thought that the magic was no real was not different from science. That's right. He thought that like it with time that people would figure out magic systematically like you have figured out math and science. So that's probably why that there's some weird similarity between all these scientists being interested in magic and like these weird, obviously, like I think Ghislaine's probably an occultist and Epstein For all, sure. being interested in all like Elon Musk and things like that because they want to fi- figure out the intersection between science and the occult. Now, back to the <laughs> dam. So this Devil's Gate dam. Okay, so there's some missing children at yeah. the Devil's Gate Dam. Yeah, so in addition to the dam being weird and Jack Parsons doing experiments there and then them doing occult shit and trying to open up a gate to hell, after Jack Parsons dies, all these children go missing. Yeah, so in 1956, two young children went missing in the area of the dam. Police were sent out to look for the kids. They searched for days, but they were never found. And then a year later, a six-year-old boy was hiking with his family along the paths near the dam, and as the family was walking together, the little boy ran ahead of his family around a corner, and he was never seen again. Shortly after that, a six-year-old boy, Bruce Cremens, was at a day camp. As they were hiking, Bruce told his leader that he wasn't feeling well and he wanted to go back. Since the campsite was less than 300 yards away, the group leader told the boy to walk back as she watched him. And that was the last time anyone saw Bruce. And in both instances, the children only left supervision for a matter of seconds when they somehow disappeared crazy so in the blink of an eye they like walked away and then they are never seen again um later a serial uh killer took credit for two of the disappearances 13 years later after they went missing his name was mac ray edwards he was a construction worker at the time and said their bodies were buried somewhere in the concrete alongside california's freeways he committed suicide in prison or did he or did he also one last thing that i thought was kind of interesting about the dam is that it was initially the like resting place of the Hahamunga tribe. Oh. And they believed in, which I think we've actually oddly covered before, the djinn, which are the shape, which are shapeshifters. Oh, did we talk about that on the Night Terrors episode? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or no, that's um, Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. So the Hahamunga tribe, which is indigenous to, I guess, Pasadena, believed that shapeshifters lived and like existed in that area near the dam. So maybe, I mean, and they thought of it as like a really spiritual place. And they thought it was interesting that like specifically in that area that so many different um, climate. Oh yeah. Like that it's like the extreme water and the extreme heat and like rain. Oh yeah. um, The flooding and flooding and like the desert that they all meet together in that one weird intersection. Um, and also oh, like earthquakes and stuff like that, that it's like a weird Bermuda Triangle of California. Oh, weird. Yeah. And that like the shape and they believe that like the shapeshifters were there also. So they, it was like a weird sacred space for them. So it's kind of interesting that they yeah. were that Jack Parsons chose that as his and that like all these kids are like disappearing and stuff. So maybe it is a portal to hell. Oh, is that the OTO? 
that's still a thing. I wonder if they still do stuff at Devil's Gate. Oh, there's a place called the Star Sapphire Lodge, Pasadena, that they practice OTO. Should we go? Say September 8th, Sunday? Yeah. 2 p.m. Gnostic Mass. Fuck, we missed it. They, they do a champagne toast and potluck feast following the celebration. Do you think you have to have sex with people? I would hope so. <laughs> About initiation. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so... Final conclusions. I think that Jack Parsons, Alistair Crowley, L. Ron Hubbard, all were in a satanic cult. I think that there's a weird correlation between Satanism and science because, or the occult and science, because they're trying to figure out how magic can be formulaic like science can. I think that they tried to summon the Whore of Babylon. I think that if you track... Well, okay, you do track it back. I think that through familial familial ties, obviously, G. Lane is somehow like a seed from this Parsons, first initial Parsons group. She linked up with Epstein, another occultist, trying to create this moon child to create the Antichrist. And I think that Epstein Island is a weird occult location and i think all these women that they were sex slavery ing were their purpose was either human sacrifice sex magic or to create a moon child with i agree 100 percent is all happened in that temple and it all happened in that temple yep yeah and i think that probably epstein was either was either killed by like the uh, OTO because he was going to have to reveal secrets. Right. Or he faked his own death and or the OTO helped him fake or through magic. Oh, Something happened through, through magic, sex magic, through sex magic, some sort of magic spell. Who knows what these people can do if they have some sort of weird deal with the devil. And I think that uh, this Devil's Gate place is obviously, I don't know if it's like a portal to hell, but I think that they did do weird spells there. Yeah, I agree. You concur? <laughs> I agree, yeah. I think there's some weird shit going on in Epstein's temple. Yeah. Some weird sacrifices going on. They buried some bodies there. There's some underground tunnels. For sure. Jelaine was the demon of Babylon. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to uh, create a moon child. And I think these missing children were probably used for human sacrifice. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay, Maria, any, do you have a synopsis? No, I just think there's a lot more to be looked at, you know, maybe down the line. I hope some more stuff comes out, some more documents and stuff so we can dig in more. But I just think our eyes are being opened and we just have to, we just have to be aware that there's a lot of people that want to try and shut them. Agreed. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We should do an episode on Alistair Crowley. Yeah, there's or, a lot of Or the weird... Illuminati. Oh, yeah. Of I course. Know of I know course it seems should... fake, but I am starting to feel like it's a real thing. No, we should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, Melissa, where can people follow us online? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WebcrawlersPod. Uh, subscribe to us and write, write some comments because yes. it really helps. 
get the word out except for the person who wrote a one-star review and then said uh they wrote, no. yeah no <laughs> like, yeah no <laughs> you know at least it's just right to the point they don't need to go into things they hate about us it's like you know just didn't like it no, if yeah. you don't you know? like it you don't have to write a review like honestly like it's just, so crazy just chill out like yeah. go have a sandwich and like just yeah, don't find another podcast <laughs> maria's favorite <laughs> saying go just, have a sandwich just like take a take a beat and just go like okay i'll maybe i'll go have a half of a sandwich and then if you still feel like it like go ahead but i bet you you won't it's a good good plan that's why i always have turkey in the fridge i always have turkey in the fridge (laughs) on that note thank you for listening and as we always say go have a sandwich and take a minute to relax keep turkey in the fridge Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.